Um, all right, as we transition to this next uh, kind of bit, I, I just want to say I love the week between Christmas and New Year's, and New Year's Eve. It's this in-between space where, like, if you work in a church, you're kind of hungover emotionally and spiritually from Christmas Eve, and it's a nice, like, calm before the storm of a new year starting. Um, Emily and I started reading the Bible together, like, I think it was in between Christmas and New Year's a couple years ago, four years ago. I could be making up that date. I don't know. We've had children since then. And, uh, but two years ago, yesterday, December 29th of 2016, uh, I was getting my timing belt changed at this mechanic on 11th Street, and so I spent the day at Cirque Coffee Shop, and uh, I was praying and, and reading and journaling, and it was on that day, Emily and I had been praying about church planting for years, and it was on that day I felt like God said, get to work. And, uh, and so we, we did. We took steps within days to, like, have scary conversations, and it was in that in-between time, that in-between space of Christmas and New Year's, and it's special. We, before we hop into another year and start the year of the Bible, we thought, man, it'd be so perfect if before we do that, we just pause and reflect and capture the good things that God has done in 2018. In fact, Scripture commands it of us. This is Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. And then in verse 3 there, it says, one generation commends you to another generation. And so with children in the room and parents and grandparents and everybody in between, we're going to commend the goodness of God to each other. Uh, give thanks. If you listen to the language, it's an imperative command. Give thanks. You should, you should do that. Give thanks. Uh, but then it's this invitation. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Make space for those whom God has redeemed to, to share what he did. And so that's what we're going to do uh, in this time. This time is going to be characterized by two things. One is the word gratitude. We're going to share what God's done. And then the other is surrender. After we share together for a while, I'm going to lead us through a prayer of just openness and surrender to God as we move into the next calendar year. So the way this is going to work, this is going to be really sweet. Um, and it's going to ask, it's going to require some courage of some of us. Others of us are like super happy to just talk in front of people. Um, but uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the question, you know, what has God done in your life this year? How has God worked in your life for good? Uh, even perhaps through discipline or through suffering or disappointment, how do you see the goodness of God and the faithfulness of God in your life? This is going to build up uh, each other's faith and hope. This is going to be something that for some of you may be really cathartic to say, to give God credit for what you've been through this year is something you maybe really need to do. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to give everybody like a minute or two minutes to share. If you go longer than that, we're going to start playing the Emmys music and like uh, we'll escort you off to the side very gracefully. Uh, when you stand up to share, uh, share your name. My name is so-and-so. Uh, share what you've done. And then after every person is shared, we're going to say together, thanks be to God. In fact, let's say that right now. Thanks be to God. Okay? So we'll share for, oh, 20, 25 minutes or so. And, um, and a couple of caveats. Um, some of you are not going to hesitate to share. Some of you, maybe you feel like you're new enough. You're not like integrated into Cornerstone enough to share. Share anyway. Some of you are really shy and you don't want the attention. The attention's not on you. The attention's on God. Share anyway. And so um, we're going to open up this time. So I'm just going to ask the question, what has God done in your life this year? How has God been faithful to you this year? Who will be our 
courageous, admirable first. And some of you, if I start like winking, that means like I know you got a story and you should really share it. Who's going to go first? I'm, uh, my name's Mike, and I've got to stand up. This, what this um, year has meant to me is um, I'm learning how to be friends with people. I'm not a man who makes friends easy because I'm basically very selfish. I want to have time in my life to do the things that I want to do. And it's, it turns out badly, you know, usually, but I mean, um, so I'm learning how to be friends. And because of you all, you know, I've made some friends this year. I've, I think in my whole life, this is hard to confess, I've had like one best friend, and uh, that was in high school. And uh, I have another best friend now, and it's something that uh, I'm not used to, and I'm getting used to, and this church has really helped me to, to be friends with people. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's God's love. And uh, so I'm really grateful to share that and that you all have shared your friendship with me. My sister's shaking her head. So. Thanks be to God. All right, thank you, Mike. Who else will share? And when you share, get her, get her up there. Get her up there. Thanks for, thanks for setting us up there, Mike. All right, who else will share? What's God done in your life this year? Hi, I'm Linda White, and um, what I'm the most grateful for in my life this past year is this church. I was a member, am a member, I guess, of Asbury, which is a huge church, and seven years ago, I lost my husband and had just started going to Asbury, and I loved the church, but I never really felt a part of it, and so in the last couple of years, I've really prayed for God to find me a church. And I knew that I needed to be in a smaller place. Um, and through meeting Dee Dee, through Linnaeus uh, Gardening Volunteer, I found this church and also found the um, small group that we do. And it's so wonderful to me to come in here on Sunday morning and people know my name and recognize me. And I think we all probably feel that way. So I am just thankful and grateful and know that every single day you all is a gift and a blessing and to live it to the fullest. Thanks be to God. All right, we can do better. Thanks be to God. All right. Who else will share? Come in the light, Susan. Come in the light. I shared this last service, but I think it's important to share it again. Um, God has been gracious to me and, and to us by uh, bringing someone into our church family and bringing someone into my life this year. But then he also has taken that person away, and it's Cabot Binion who was here. But I am grateful for um, all of the things that Cabot has meant in my life to share his love and his talent and I know we all kind of feel the same way. So that's something that God has done this year for us, and I am just grateful for it. Thanks be to God. I also shared this in the first service. Like I said, double dipping. Um, we love this church. We love you and are so grateful a lot of the same things. We came from a really big church where we mostly were on the stage and back in the green room, and to be known um, is such a beautiful thing. We love our apprentice group where we don't lead. We just go. Noel's like, don't talk so much. 
Um, but thankful for the Colhans and the Sprague's for uh, creating space for us to get to know and to just enjoy each other. Um, the music's about to start, but um, this past year uh, was a year of addition, a great addition. We adopted a new son, Merrick, and uh, subtraction. I um, made a very hard choice to quit drinking, uh, and I shared that with you. And I'm thankful for a church where the guy that leads you in worship can be that vulnerable and um, wouldn't be asked to step down or um, judged, but um, Scripture says it's, it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. And he was kind to me through your kindness. Um, those of you who've held our kids in the nursery and taught them um, in the back, the bigger kids' room, and just coming in and people being kind and loving us and caring for us has helped to push me towards that repentance, that over and over again repentance. Um, and thankful for Noel, who's been the most gracious of all to uh, encourage me in that. So, um, thanks be to God. Is there, is there a little kid in the room who'd be willing to share something that you learned about God this year? Something that God has done in your life? Is there a little kid who's willing to share? Be thinking about it, okay, and flag me down. All right, anybody else? I'm going to start winking. I'm going to start, okay. Hi, I'm Mary Clancy. I came to this building for the first time a few years ago for a funeral um, of a dear friend who took his own life. Um, and that event caused a lot of questions and doubt in my own life. Um, and I was resistant to coming to church here, um, but came and have seen the Lord use this physical place and the people that fill it to do a lot of redemption in my own life. And um, the Lord's given me people who have been able to support me and love me and um, answer a lot of questions and kind of hold me up. Um, so I'm really thankful for that. Thanks be to God. Hello, I'm Cameron Jennings. Um, <laughs> this year, um, God has helped me um, through apprentice groups and through so many different ways um, identify so many false narratives that I believed about God and help me um, just destroy those and really learn who he truly is and um, just feel his love for the first time um, in my life. Thanks be to God. Hi, my name is Allie Hemphill, and um, Brandon and I joined this church right after, um, well, actually right before kind of the launch. And um, we had just been praying as newlyweds to find a place that we could come and just feel connected and um, have community. And just this year, God has just shown us um, so much grace, and um, we've just plugged in with apprentice groups, with um, the Tomlinsons, which has been such a blessing, and um, found so many new friends through this church, and it's been the biggest blessing this year. So thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. All right, who's next? Hi, 
Hi, I'm Beverly Spence. Um, Joe and I have a daughter uh, that um, married a young man, uh, gosh, 12 years ago, and we knew from the get-go that they would always hit the mission field. And five years ago, they informed us that they were going to the Middle East. And when we went over to visit them the first time, uh, we were discussing when they would ever come back. And Amanda made the comment to us that they would never probably live in the States again, which was kind of like that little stab in the mother's heart. But, you know, it was all in God's control and everything. And so they came home on furlough this summer, and plans changed, and they're here for a year. So we're excited to have them here, but we also know that they're just totally in God's control. And so uh, we have just uh, embraced them this year and enjoy having them here. Thanks be to God. All right, you, so there's someone you really know you want to, and you know you're going to eventually do it, so just go ahead and do it now. Okay. Hello, everybody. Uh, I'm Joe Konechka. Uh, so the week of October 22nd, uh, I had to... Uh, check myself in to uh, Parkside for uh, mental uh, inpatient therapy uh, and uh, had to realize that I was uh, diagnosed with manic bipolar disorder. Um, if anybody out there has ever thought about that you might need to be mentally evaluated, I uh, strongly recommend it. It's, uh, it's changed my life. Um, something quick about me, I, uh, I spent about three years away from God and the church um, and, uh, it was, a it was a crazy three years. Um, I got out of inpatient therapy on, uh, October 27th, reached out to, uh, my friend Hannah here, said, uh, do you know of any churches? Cause she was my only Christian friend and, uh, she brought me to Cornerstone and, uh, finally, uh, came back to Jesus and for the first time, I've really felt God's love and community here at Cornerstone and got some good guys over here from the apprentice groups and God is so good. Thanks be to God. Who's next? Uh, here, I'll step back. <clears throat> um, Blake Gudgel is my wife, Reagan. Uh, God's just done uh, a whole lot in, for, for us in the last year. Uh, I'm just used to kind of. Uh, from, <laughs> from bringing us, uh, it really wasn't on our radar to move back to Oklahoma from Washington, D.C. Uh, it happened in the matter of like two weeks and a lot of prayer. Um, and it's just been awesome. And coming back uh, didn't really know what kind of church we wanted to step back into because we used to be really involved as mothers but wanted it to be you know our, our new family our life here so we we love being part of cornerstone with beverly and joe and our apprentice group uh but also in um i've never had in the company that i work with which is down in oklahoma city never had um a founder and chairman who's a strong believer as well to where we're running this company and get to pray at our executive meetings and we've seen, uh, we actually just hired uh, someone to be a full-time intercessor, praying over our patient schedule. Uh, and we've had patients from Germany come in and 
uh, asked to go to church on a Friday night and get prayer. So it's just, it's, it's cool just uh, seeing how much God's just kind of forced himself into every aspect of our family over the last year. So, Thanks be to God. Who's next? Any kids? Okay. Nina, how old are you again? I just feel like I knew that was going to happen. Um, my name is Nina. Um, I think about three or four years ago, I kind of noticed this, like, gaping, oozing wound in my heart. Um, and I just remember praying and saying, Lord, I know you can heal this. I'm going to have to ask you to do it now. <laughs> um, and for about three years, I kind of waited and fidgeted and kind of tried to heal myself. Um, and it was just, I just could tell, like, the Lord is like, I'm going to do this. And at the right time. Um, in 2018, I've like seen that healing come and the Lord has um, put pe a lot of people in my life who are just incredible. Um, he's taught me so much and it's just brought about healing that I like truly didn't know could happen. Um, and if it hadn't happened four years after I wanted it to, there'd be so much about the Lord that I would have missed out on. Um, so 2018 has been an amazing year of just seeing God be really faithful and better at being God than I thought. Um, it's just been really incredible. Thanks be to God. Who else? Any, any kids? Megan, how old are you, Megan? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hi, my name is Megan Harju. Um, I'm actually a student at OU, so I don't normally attend Cornerstone, um, but I have followed it since um, it was launched and just have loved like seeing everything um, about what the Lord has done in this church. Um, so it's really special to be here today. Um, in my life, 2018 started with like this big, we all go through trials, but it was a like literal trial in my life and the Lord just completely delivered me um, in, into it. It was, um, I got to see justice served in my life, which was really, really um, special to me. And then continued through like the first half of 2018 to just kind of be apathetic, um, which I shouldn't have been because, um, you know, God did an amazing thing in my life and I just kind of like continued on like nothing ever happened. Um, but this summer I interned uh, at a company in Kansas City um, and it, it was like the biggest blessing that I could have ever imagined. Um, and so I, like, praise God, have accepted a full-time job there, and so I'm getting ready to go move up there and um, start my life, and it's, it's just, f like, full of the Lord's blessings um, that I totally didn't deserve because I, I didn't even acknowledge, like, what the Lord had done in my life and, and changed my actions, but um, nonetheless, like, Jesus has still provided, so um, praise God for that, and it's, it's been really cool. Thanks be to God. Two, three, four more. Who's got something to share? What's God done in your life? Maybe through disappointment or through discipline. How have you seen God's faithfulness or goodness in your life? I'm uh, Matt Morton, and just this past year, I'm, I'm very much a planner um, in everything I do. And my wife and I, we got married about a year and a half ago. But she's gotten a new job. We've moved into a new house. I've had some things coming with my family that didn't really anticipate, um, but it's been cool to see it all as the year comes to an end. Everything's kind of 
lined out and, you know, we've gotten to where we thought we would be, but the path was totally different. And I think that was God challenging me and just saying, don't expect it to go the way it will. Um, but, you know, he's faithful and it always worked out. And so um, I'm blessed for that. And I'm thankful that God kind of keeps me on my toes so I can kind of be ready for whatever he throws my way. Thanks be to God. Who else? What's God taught you this year? What's he done in your life? My name is Sean Webster, and uh, this year, 2018, has been a year of getting some goals and projects across the finish line. And I, I'm not a bragger. My wife may think differently, but uh, I, I feel like I can brag on God here. Is that okay? So uh, at the beginning of this year, or actually, I'll start with a few years ago. This is about three years ago. I was having a good life. I didn't have a wife, though, and I thought, I need a wife. So I asked God, what's going on here? I've never had a girlfriend, really. How am I ever going to get a wife if I don't have a girlfriend? And, uh, well... <laughs> Uh, he, he blessed me with Abby down here. Got married this year, so that was good. He, he, also, he also blessed us with a house, something I didn't think I was going to be able to do in my 20s. And, uh, yeah, I mean, not, not anything I did. God completely blessed us with a house this year. Just got, you know, money out of nowhere. And uh, kind of on, along that line, I was just at McDonald's this year, a restaurant I frequent often. Um, <laughs> somebody walked up to me and gave me $1,000 and said, hey, God told me to do this. How often does that happen? And I just thought, yeah, I mean, that, that's cool. This, this year's awesome. And uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I thought about writing McDonald's a letter and saying, hey, this is good. <laughs> you know, you, you might need to go to church, but if you go to church, go to McDonald's, you might get $1,000. Uh, and, and then, th this is just a real neat story. A Abby, we, we were getting married, a lot of expenses, and she said, you know, I'd really like this piece of furniture for our house. And I said, you know, that's a lot of money here. We're getting married, doing all this stuff. Um, but you know, God can do that. Why don't we just ask God? And the next day, to the exact dollar, he gave us the amount of money we needed. So I went down to the store, purchased it, and showed up with a piece of furniture. And it's just cool how, I mean, you, know, you believe God, believe the Bible, he'll do this stuff for you. He's got money, and he's got stuff. He, he's got health. He can bless you with health, whatever you need. And I just want to share that, and praise be to God for whatever you need. Thanks be to God. I need to spend more time with Sean. Uh, <laughs> Who else? A couple more people. What's God done in your life? What do you need to share? There's one more. All right. Skeet, I knew it was going to happen. I'm Skeet Peters. Um, my wife's at home with Millie. Um, got that RSV or cold or whatever. Um, but I got Huddy here with me. It's been a wild year. Um, just having two little girls. Um, just so much estrogen running around the house. And <laughs> Um, all that, um, and then my dad's been battling, like, um, just so many addictions for, tw I don't know, like 12 years or something, and, uh, it's just something that's just became almost normal, uh, for a family, and it's just, it's sad, uh, but those walls can, kind of came crashing down this year, um, and it's been, uh, really hard, but, um, he's made it, he's made it out, and, uh, I just I need your prayer. And uh, that's about it. Thanks for, um, thanks for Cornerstone and thanks for um, giving us to each other. And um, Lord, we uh, thank you for the courage to, um, to call out our sin and um, to ask for your help. And I just pray that you'll 
be with his father and with the family and um, give, uh, give them a, a miraculous uh, sense of your presence, Father. Do in them what you want to do, and, and you be glorified, Father. But um, we just thank you for giving us to each other and allowing us to be the church. And we pray this in Christ's name. Thanks be to God. All right, one more. Hi. My name is Nancy Klein, and um, we need to give thanks for the miraculous birth of a grandson in July who was supposed to be born with um, fatal birth defects. And he's healthy, and he's growing, and he's wonderful. And we also need prayers for our son and daughter-in-law, the parents who... um, don't believe it was a miracle, just a misdiagnosis. So we're trying to get them back in the church. Got to pray for this, um, for these family members, for this daughter and son, and Lord, that they would see your faithfulness in their lives. And we thank you. We thank you for what you've done, this little baby. It's so vulnerable to bring a life into the world. And so we thank you for a healthy delivery and pray that as this kid grows up, that he or she would always be a testament to mom and dad of God's faithfulness. And may they come to believe that in time. In Jesus' name. And for all of this, we all say, thanks be to God. As we kind of transition, in just a minute, we're going to share communion. And Christians all over the world uh, call it Eucharist, which, which just means thanksgiving. And we're going to say thanks. But, uh, but before we do that, I want to lead us through just a, a, a time of reflection and prayer as we transition from 18, which has had joys and sorrows, uh, and into 19, which is currently unknown. And uh, as we go into this new year, certainly as a church, as we're thinking about reading the Bible together, but there are things that are on your heart that, that you feel passionately about, that are hopes of yours, fears of yours. We want to put all of that into the hands of God and, and uh, just pray a prayer of openness and surrender. And so we're going to share a prayer that was uh, adapted by John Wesley, it's called the Covenant Prayer, and he would lead people through this prayer on, uh, on New Year's Eve every year in anticipation of the new year. So before we share communion and before we share this prayer, I'm just going to invite you uh, to uh, close your eyes, and we'll, we'll pray together. And you have hopes and needs and fears and expectations for next year, and I just, in, in your own words, just say, Lord, I just, I just lay all of it at your feet. Uh, those things, those areas of your life that you're tempted to cling on to really tightly and hold with a tight fist, say, God, would you just give me the grace to let go and trust you? And you know the names of those things. You know the resistance towards surrender, against surrender. Uh, and I just pray in this time, in this simple and sweet time as a church, you'd say, all right, here goes nothing, and you'd trust him. Jesus, we look back on this year, and you know, there's so many days, and it gets, it gets lost. I pray uh, in this time that you give us eyes to discern your goodness through disappointment and through joy, through grief and through exciting things. Help us to discern your faithfulness. And as we move into the next year, we, we put it in your hands. Ask that you would guide us, that you would lead us, that the, the things that we love would become uh, the things that you love, the things you love would become the things that we love, that our one ambition would be to walk closely with you, 
Think of the quote, purity of heart is to will one thing. May our one will and our one ambition in this next year be to know you, Jesus. May, may we walk with you closely. May we remain in you as you remain in us. And as we lean into just being your friend and being your family member, I pray that you'd help us to, to blossom and just feel like we're at our peak, even in suffering and disappointment and joy. We would sense ourselves flourishing. On the screen is going to be this prayer uh, that I want to lead us through. We're going to read this uh, nice and slow, and slow enough that you're not reading, <laughs> slow enough that you're praying. And if, and if this prayer of openness and surrender would be your ambition, then I'd invite you just to, to pray this out loud with me. I'm no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be put to work for you or set aside for you, praised for you or criticized for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.